0: Welcome back to the podcast, welcome to episode number 179 of starting the, just realize it's not 179, <laughs> welcome to episode number 180 of starting the conversation. I'm your forgetful host Alice Benham here to chat to you about what to do when you feel stuck and you need direction. I think I need to listen to an episode called what to do when you've had a podcast for four years but you still can't seem to remember the episode number. If you've been a long time listener you know that's a mistake that I make all the time and I, I actually don't know how to help myself because I have notes in front of me that say 180 but What comes out of my mouth? 179. Anyway, this episode, 180, what to do when you feel stuck and need direction? I'm gonna guess that you've clicked on it because in some way you resonate with that feeling. You're feeling a little bit lost, perhaps a bit stuck, perhaps a bit disconnected from your business, lacking some clarity, maybe a little bit overwhelmed. Well, the first thing I wanna say is that you're not alone and you're not a bad business owner for feeling that way. As someone who not only runs two businesses themselves, but gets the total privilege of seeing a lot of businesses behind the scenes, I can tell you it is such a common place to be. We don't think so because we don't often see it when people are sharing the shiny stuff online. You know, we assume that everyone else is just on it and smashing life and doing great. And as a result of that, when we feel this way, you know, when we feel a bit disconnected or we suddenly realize, oh gosh, I'm not quite sure that I'm running my business as intentionally as I could. I don't really know where I'm heading. I don't know what action to take. We think that it's bad for us to feel that way. We shame ourselves for it. We feel guilty. And I think that's really unproductive because then we're focusing more on how rubbish it is to be where we are than focusing on actually how can we help ourselves to move forwards. Now there's so many reasons that we can feel this way and I'd encourage you to reflect on for you why it might be that you're in this place. I've noticed both from my own experience and from the clients that I work with, a lot of the time this can be caused by us just being a little bit disconnected from our business. Maybe it's that you're returning to business after a period of time off. Maybe you've just had a holiday or you've been sick. Definitely notice that when we've been away from our business, a lot of the time when we return to it, it almost feels like this recalibration where we're like, oh gosh, let me actually remember what we're doing here and always reintroduce myself to what's going on. I know I felt that recently. I recently had COVID, as you have know, probably heard me whine about on all of my available online platforms. And I noticed, I found it really difficult to return to the business. I really did feel stuck because I'd felt disconnected from it for a few days. Maybe it's that you've been really intensely working in your business for a period of time. Perhaps you've had a huge project going on or you've just been really consumed by client work or or customer orders. You've had a really busy period and you haven't had a chance to really step back and work on. And as a result, you're kind of not that connected to what your business is all about and where you're heading. Maybe it's that you're changing direction in your business whether it's down to your choice or not, maybe you're or you're pivoting, you're going in a new direction. And as a result, you need to realign yourself and kind of get reconnected to where it is that you're going. Even if it's a reason that I haven't listed there, as I said, feeling a bit disconnected, feeling like we're kind of craving that realignment is really common. And what I wanna share within this episode is a few steps that you can take to help yourself move forwards. This episode is not a, how to completely change your mental state in 20 minutes episode. A, that's not possible. And B, I don't think that helps us to really acknowledge the purpose that these kind of feelings have as much as I don't enjoy going through this process every time that I feel a bit stuck and I'm craving direction and I take these steps I find that I'm as a result a much better business owner because that challenge prompts me to really reconnect to the big picture of my business to take myself back to the foundations to realign everything and just to move forwards with more intention so I don't want you to see it that it's like gosh how can I stop myself from feeling this way ASAP but it's more okay what steps can I take that's going to Help me to kind of productively move forwards from this place. It's not about going from zero to hero overnight, but knowing the tools that we can use as business owners to help ourselves to make that progression. Now, this is something that is very fresh on my mind because it's actually a process that I've just been through in my business. I'm recording this on a Monday morning. So if you're listening to this on the day it comes out, hello from yesterday, Alice, ever the last minute recorder I am. And this last weekend, I took myself away on a bit of a solo retreat, the okay. And I basically did these steps that I'm about to talk you through. I've had a weird old start to the year. It's felt challenging. It's felt unexpected. I then had COVID. And as I said, when I then returned to the business, like kind of the first time this year with full capacity, I was a little bit lost. in fact, I wasn't a little bit lost. I was a lot bit lost. Like the whole of last week, I was just feeling this underlying, like I need to help myself. Like I was basically craving the work that I do for others for my own business. And and i knew that that wasn't going to happen in the day to day because hello it's very hard to not only do for yourself what you do for others but also make time to work on your business when the working in is so full on so i decided to really help myself i would book a couple of nights away in a local hotel spa and i would go and i would not only people watch at the buffet and you know sit in a hot tub and read a book but i'd also spend some time really connecting back to the heart of my business and helping myself to move forwards now i'm not saying that's what you need to do in order to get yourself out of a rut i mean if you want to book yourself into a spa and i mean don't get me wrong you're very welcome to use this episode as a permission slip to book a spa and use it for business purposes but i guess what i am saying is that i have been through this process so recently so you are absolutely not alone and i can say being on the other side of these steps i'm not feeling 100 as i said it's not an overnight thing but i'm feeling so much better feeling so much clearer so much more reconnected so much more confident so whether for you it's like okay we really need to do this and kind of give it some time, or if it's just, okay, how can I find a bit of time today to move this forward? I really hope that these steps can help you think about how you can, yeah, just help yourself to move forwards to a more productive, more intentional space within your business. So the first thing I'll say is that you've got to make time for it. Working on your business, which is basically what this stuff is, right? It's not the essential. It's not the things that have to happen for your business to run. It's not sending orders out to customers or getting on calls with clients. It doesn't feel like a priority. It doesn't feel urgent. No one's asking you to do it. So as a result, it's generally really hard to find the time for it. And I want you even to switch that language. It's not about finding the time, it's about making the time. Time is our most limited resource as a business owner. I believe especially as your business grows, it's the one that you need to be most conscious of in terms of where it's going. And making the time to have this moment to step back, to realign yourself is so important, but also quite difficult. That's why I decided to take myself away to do this work. I knew that it was going to be so hard to make this happen on a day-to-day basis. So I really had to carve out the time. Now for you, that might not mean you know going away for two nights I appreciate that's not feasible or necessary for everybody but what it will mean is carving out a specific time removing distractions and making sure that that time is really dedicated for you and for your business be selfish for a moment don't think about the unanswered emails that other people are needing a reply to you know what I'm obviously not saying is like completely neglect your business in favor of this work but you know make sure the essentials are done and then let yourself take a step back and do this work for you in fact it's not selfish because the more connected to your business you are, the better you are to run your business, the better it's going to serve other people. I know that by taking that time to really just focus on my business, I'm going to be better at helping people with their businesses. So first step is to make time for it. Make sure there is time in your schedule that you're giving yourself, not only the time you need, but also the boundaries and the self-discipline around that time to really make this happen. I am yet to find someone who manages to kind of squeeze this stuff in, in a quick 10 minute gap. Like you need brain capacity to do this. So whether it's making sure, you know, that it's the very start of the day so you kind of haven't got your head into your other workload yet and you've got a clear mind or maybe it's about taking yourself on a walk maybe in nature that's where you really find that you the thoughts kind of come i have recently bought a waterproof notepad and it has honestly changed my life because i find when i'm in the shower that's when so much of this happens so i don't know if the shower works for you go and have a long old shower and listen to this episode in there who knows but yeah make sure that you make time for it because without the time for it none of these other steps are going to be able to be done because we need time to take this action. So once you've made the time for it, the first thing I'd really encourage you to do is to reflect on where you're at. I see it a lot with clients and with students. When we're wanting to help ourselves move forwards, that's the immediate thing we start thinking about, moving forwards. You know, we think, okay, if I'm feeling stuck, I need to sit down, I need to write my goals, I need to write my action points, I need to blah, blah, blah. And we'll get to that, that stuff's important. But what we don't always make the time for and prioritise is actually reflecting on where we are and what has led us to where we are before we look ahead. I think there is so much value in reflection, you know, reflecting on what's going well so that we celebrate ourselves. We affirm the fact that we are capable business owners so that we learn the things that help us to succeed and to take action. Reflecting on the challenges, what has felt difficult? What have those difficulties taught you about yourself, about your business? What has that built within you as a business owner? You know, acknowledging all of the things that have led to where you are today is gonna put you in a better position to then start thinking about how you wanna move forwards from today. If you want some questions to think about here, you know, keep it simple. How do I feel? Where am I at? Over the last X amount of weeks, months, or days, you know, what's been the wins? What's felt good? What's been challenging? What's presented problems? What have I learned? What have I noticed? Now gather all of those thoughts. It's not about making anything up. It's just giving your brain a bit of space to kind of breathe and go, oh gosh, yeah, let's kind of let these things out a little bit. I think celebrating the stuff that has gone well, that is so powerful because it reminds us that we're good. That might sound really simplistic, but it's not something we do enough as business owners. We're always thinking, what could I have done better? How can I, you know, do more? And that's great. I love that focus. That's definitely where my mind immediately goes. But there's so much power in reflecting on the good. I was talking about it with a client last week who was struggling to show online how great she was at her job. And I just said, well, do you know you're great at your job? And when she really thought about it, she did. The reason she didn't immediately feel good at her job is because she wasn't intentionally celebrating herself on an ongoing basis. She wasn't spending time reflecting on what had gone great and how she'd done well and what the success had been. So it wasn't going in her head. So don't just reflect on the lessons and what's felt challenging and where you're at in a a negative sense, but also reflect on the good stuff. I think there's value in it all. A really nice transition point between reflecting on where you're at and beginning to look forwards is thinking about what from your current state you want to change and what you'd like to continue. So, you know, what would you like to feel differently? based off of how you feel right now? And what are the things that you would actually like to continue? What's actually feeling good right now that you would like to pull forwards? Because that can then take you into the next step, which is defining what success really means to you and setting some vision of what you wanna do moving forwards. I think this is a really exciting point because we don't yet have to think super logically or practically. This is just letting yourself think big. You know, you've acknowledged where you're at and that exercise of acknowledging where you're at, thinking about how you feel, it will begin to get you thinking about where you wanna be. It was the first thing I did when I got to the hotel and I sat down for dinner, I journaled on where am I at, and that really nicely led into thinking, well, where do I want to be? Because I realized, okay, right now, I'm feeling frustrated about this. So I would really love this to look different. Or right now I'm feeling really excited about this. So I'd love to pursue that certain thing. Ask yourself those exciting questions. Where would I love to be in X amount of months or years time? Who do I want to be? How do I want to be known? What legacy do I want to leave? What's important to me about the way that my life and my business and everything else move forwards? And the important thing here is is that it's true to you. I think it is so easy to take on the definition of success that other people have. Because we see it everywhere, right? We hear other people talking about what their dreams are, we see people achieving certain things. And it can be easy when we're constantly bombarded by other people's definitions to begin to muddle it up with our own. But I want to really encourage you here, really tap into and remind yourself what does success mean to you? Where do you want things to be? What's the dream for your business? You know, if you're feeling a little bit disconnected from your business, while reminding yourself what it is. It's all about, the big vision, that's gonna get you pretty connected because it's gonna get you excited again. If your business has changed recently, maybe it's giving yourself permission to change this vision and to slightly shift where it is that you're going. A prompt that I reflected on, which I absolutely loved was, Wouldn't it be cool if? Dot dot dot. Now, this is something I got from my brilliant past client and friend, Hannah from HI Communications. She has a brilliant podcast. And when we were on the podcast together, she told me about this prompt that she'd been given when you're setting vision and you're dreaming. And it was just this prompt of thinking, wouldn't it be cool if? And I love that prompt because it takes a lot of the overwhelm away. It stops it feeling like, oh gosh, I've got to set the big picture, I've got to set vision. And it just makes it playful. Because all you're thinking about is, hey, wouldn't it be cool if I did? this? Wouldn't it be cool if the business did that? Wouldn't it be cool if I worked in a certain way or the business looked like this or behaved like this? I think that's such a fun way to dream and to set vision. Wouldn't it be cool if? Another thing I was reflecting on is what would I like people to describe me as? If someone were to say, oh, hey, have you heard of Alice Benham or have you heard of On Paper? It's a business that or she's a person who? Now, what excites you about what could be possible? This is such a fun step. Once you feel that you've really captured your vision and you feel reconnected, about where you're going and what the kind of end goal is then it's about getting clear about okay how am I going to move towards that. Setting vision and having clear big dreams is really important but it's equally as important to then follow that up with setting some clear goals and focus areas that helps us move towards that. If you set dreams and you don't do then these next few steps you're going to be really excited for about an hour And then next week, you're gonna go, oh gosh, do you remember when I reminded myself of that really exciting dream, but we didn't action it because it wasn't clear how I was gonna action it? Well, that's where goals can come into play. The way I would see goals is that they create a focus which bridges the gap between your long-term vision and your daily action. You don't need to have goals for the sake of having goals, but you will benefit from having goals if you have a long-term vision that's different from where you are now, and you wanna make it easy for yourself to action towards that. So once you've set vision, set some goals that align with that vision vision. If you're familiar with my work you'll know that I've created something called the AB method which very simply takes you through a process of setting goals every single quarter that directly line up with yearly intentions. So your yearly intentions are your vision and then your quarterly goals is that focus area that helps you move towards it. And I think it's really important here first of all that your goals align with your vision so you're not just setting goals for the sake of it and they're genuinely going to move you towards what you want. Uh, secondly that your goals are clear and you don't have too many. I would recommend setting no more than five goals for a period of time especially if you're just setting them for a quarter which is 12 weeks if you try to do too much you're likely going to do nothing so you're better making it really simple and then hey you can you can achieve those other goals in future but really prioritize what feels important now and the third thing I'd say about your goals is keep them actionable I'll give you an example here when I was thinking about my product-based business on paper I was thinking about well where do I want it to be you know by the by the end of this quarter I know that kind of the long-term vision is x y and z but okay what feels like the first step And I was like, okay, well, the first step is really establishing the brand and growing organic sales. Now those are results, right? I want brand awareness and I want sales. And that's great because those results align with what it is that I want in the long term. But those results aren't very actionable. So what I did is I thought about what action is gonna lead to those results and how can I set a goal that captures both? So instead of the goal just being, I wanna increase sales and I want more brand awareness, I had one of my quarterly goals as I am gonna consistently market my business through, x and y platforms so that we increase brand awareness and increase organic sales you can see there I've, I've captured the thing that's important to me that end result but i've also captured the action so that when i then go to think about how i'm going to implement these goals i've already started to understand it it doesn't just feel like a shiny goal post i can actually see the steps i need to take to get there so that's that step prioritize into clear goals and create focus areas that are gonna help you to move forwards. As I said, I would recommend setting them through a three month period, so the quarter ahead. And we're at a lovely point because we're at the start of Q2. So what goals do you want to set? Then once you set those goals, it doesn't stop there because goals are great but unless you wanna have to keep looking at them every single day and thinking all the time about how you need to action them, there's another step to take, which is then thinking about your actions. So let's just go through it again. You've clarified your long-term vision. You've set some goals that are gonna help to get you there. Well, final step, we just wanna think about the action you need to take next. This is really just about understanding, okay, what are my first steps towards each of these goals? What am I gonna be doing this day, this week, this month that is gonna help me move towards this? And my encouragement here is break them down as much as possible. I'm a huge advocate of having a to-do list that is 25 points long because I have broken down every single task into as many steps as possible. Not only because it feels incredibly satisfying to do more ticking off and I like, I like the way that looks as well at the end of the day when I've got a, you know, fully crisscrossed off list, but also because it helps you to make it more manageable. If you're feeling overwhelmed and stuck in your business, one of the worst things you can do is just lump yourself a massive to-do list on top of that, which doesn't feel at all actionable or reasonable. Like it's so important when we're thinking about moving forward in our businesses that we think about what is sustainable and what is going to be realistic. I know we're all big dreamers. I know we love to be overambitious and in so many ways, that's what will make you as a business owner brilliant. But when it comes to your capacity to take action, I want you to be a realist. Absolutely dream big with where you can go and what might be possible and absolutely stretch yourself, but have the self-awareness to know when you're setting yourself up for failure by assuming that you can achieve more than perhaps you really have the capacity for. So think about those actions. What am I gonna do, which is really gonna help me move forward? The more mindless you can make this, the easier, right? You can see basically what we've done is we've taken it right from that big picture vision down to, okay, what am I going to do when I have half an hour free today to move my business forwards? Treat yourself like a bit of a child. Children need clear next steps and they just need one or two things to understand at once and then they can do it. I think that's the same for us as business owners. Like don't make it harder for yourself than it needs to be and break those goals down into really clear actions so that you know what your next steps are. So those are the main steps that I'd encourage you to take. Think about where you're at, reflect on what's led you to where you are today, learn from that define what success means for you, set the vision, dream, think about where you want to be, set some clear goals and focus areas that dictate how you're going to move towards that vision and then finally think about the actions you're going to take over the next day, week, month which is going to help you start moving forwards. Now a final thing I want to mention here which is kind of what's going to help you to take those actions is exactly as I'm saying how are you going to help yourself to take those actions. It's all well and good having a list of here's the things that I need to do in April or here's the things I need to do this week and that's just the first thing to know because once we know what action we need to take we then want to think about well how are we going to help ourselves to take that action something i'd encourage you to think about here is in the past what has tripped you up you know what has caused an issue what has got in the way from you taking action and then as you move forward well how can you help yourself to not be tripped up in that way in future for me a big thing that this comes back to is looking at your time so looking at the habits the structure within your week the boundaries around. Around your time like how are you setting yourself up for success and how are you bringing in these different things into your routine which are going to help yourself to move forwards within your business i absolutely love the book atomic habits if you haven't read it you absolutely should i find so much value in it every time i pick it up and i'm going to butcher the quote but something that seth says within that book it is by seth isn't it no it's not James Clear, I just looked at it across my office. Why did I think that was by Seth? I think I'm thinking of Seth Godin who writes all the marketing books. Anyway, James Clear, Atomic Habits. One of the things that James says, which I absolutely love and always need reminding of is you do not rise to the level of your goals, you fall to the level of your systems. So you do not rise to the level of your goals, you fall to the level of your systems. And what he means by that is you can have all the goals you want. We've already talked to you how to set those goals and yet they feel really aligned and actionable and blah, blah, blah. But if we don't have the Systems in place to support ourselves to action those goals, that's what's going to trip us up. So, this is a really important bit to think about as we round this off. What systems are you bringing in? Basically, what things are you going to be doing that's going to help yourself to action? What kind of morning routine do you need in place that helps you to show up for your business in this way? What kind of mindset are you going to need to tap into and try to embody in order to move your business forwards towards this vision? What kind of structure and boundaries around your time and the way that you're running your business are you gonna need? What systems and processes and tools are you wanting to bring in that's gonna help you? Like don't overwhelm yourself with too much here. Don't be doing stuff for the sake of it. But as I said, really consider what might trip you up and how can you help yourself not be tripped up by that? If you notice that your phone always trips you up because it distracts you and then you get in a comparison hole and then you're on TikTok for half an hour, okay, it sounds like you might need to bring in a habit where perhaps your phone is being turned off when you're working. Or maybe it's a boundary of, you know, not using your phone between certain hours or a boundary around how other people contact you through your phone so you don't feel the need to be on it all the time. Really consider, right, what might get in my way moving forwards and how can I help that thing not get in my way. And what I'll say is this is not a one-time process. You know, these seven things that I've talked to you about, making time for it, reflecting on where you're at, defining success and setting vision, prioritizing into goals, breaking into actions, supporting yourself assistance. Like these are not things you do once. You take the box and you're like, cool, I'm completely done and I'm reconnected to my business forever. Like It's a cycle, right? We do these exercises, it gets us to the next step up and then we will likely need to do it again, you know, maybe to different degrees. Maybe sometimes it's just thinking about these things quickly on your morning commute. Maybe it's taking yourself to a spa and like fully working through it all. You know yourself and your business best and you'll know what you need, but try to see this as a constant work in progress. They said it's not about going from zero to hero and expecting that we are gonna constantly be these kind of on it, aligned, clear, structured business owners. We're all learning as we go and our businesses are constantly evolving. They're always throwing us curveballs, So it's completely normal that this is a process that we need to keep going through. I'd really encourage you as you action this episode to not only be kind to yourself and give yourself some grace if there's bits that you find sticky or things that feel a bit new to you, also to see it as progress, not perfection. I think it's easy when we're doing this kind of working on the business stuff to feel like we're not ready enough. We're not clear enough. Our goals aren't good enough. And like, yes, we should be striving to get things as good as we can because the better they are, the better they'll serve us, but it's never gonna feel perfect. It's messy, but it's inner work, so it can be messy. However you wanna work through this, whether it's on the back of a napkin or it's on a big whiteboard or it's an, you know just voice noting it out loud to yourself, as long as it serves you, that's the point. Try not to see it as like, oh, I've, I've got to do it right and I've got to do it well. Like, no, you know yourself and your business best. So if in doubt, just really check in with, well, what do I need to help me move forward? Maybe it's not every single one of these steps. Maybe you've got a lot of these in place and really what you just need to think about is those systems. Maybe for you, the missing piece is that big picture vision. Trust that you know yourself and your business best and that you can figure out what it is that you need to move forward. And you, you're not only the person that can figure it out, you're also the person that can give it to yourself. I know it is hard to do this for and by yourself. But as I said, if we can put aside the time, if we can prioritize this work, and if we can lean in, even when it feels a bit sticky and a bit uncertain, um, I promise you will leave that period of time and reflection and planning feeling so much more connected to your business, so much clearer and so much more able to move forwards towards whatever vision it is that you have. I get so excited thinking about the big picture of other people's businesses. And I'm just excited to think off the back of doing an exercise like this, how your business is going to be helped to move towards whatever that vision is for you. So, as always, I really hope you've enjoyed this episode, that you've taken some value from it. I'd love to hear your thoughts over on Instagram. You can come and share with me over at alice underscore Benham. Always love to see how, when, where you're tuning in. So, if you want to share that you're listening, it not only means a lot to me, but also helps other people to find the podcast. Um, And of course, make sure that you subscribe. I've got the first guest episode in a long time coming out next week. And let me tell you, it's going to be a very, very good one. I'm recording it in a couple of days time. And oh, the questions that we're going to talk through, I'm just itching, itching to ask and so curious to see the answers of. So make sure you're subscribed because next Tuesday, that episode will be coming out. But between now and then, I hope you have a fantastic week. Remember, you've got this, whatever you're feeling is likely just part of the process. So be kind to yourself, check in with what you might need, ask yourself the questions. Um, and yeah, just remember, you know, your business best and I'm cheering you on.